Are we good? Now we can actually go. We're rolling. Oh, my now God. we're actually false rolling. False start. Got a false finish already. That's a wrestling term. Uh, and now we're ready to go. Welcome to A Great Depression, a podcast for every mall rat, Jansport, backpack, emo kid, struggling with the boredoms of everyday adult life. We've got Kaylee. We've got Ryan. We've got me. Ryan. That's me. Hit the fucking music. Click. broadcasting from the union fitness studios union fitness is located on the north shore of pittsburgh union fitness is more than traditional gym it's a place where you can transform yourself inside and out based around a variety of classes like yoga fitness strength and performance training at union fitness they believe it is their duty to hold themselves and their clients to a higher standard they practice what they preach and uphold the values that make union fitness the community it is go to unionfitness.com today sign up for a consultation because through union there is strength, strength. and there's no greater strength than three grown adults who watch a child's product as if it is still real. Every <laughs> single week. No, actually, I haven't been watching, like, at all. At all? <laughs> I, I, I I think, I don't even think I watched the last pay-per-view live. I'm just like, I, th- I think crowd's got to be back to get me going again. I think that's, WrestleMania captured me, and then I'm just like, I'm getting tired of this um, Thunderdome era. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think that's it. I think there's something, you know, it's, it's uh, it's all over sports Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you know, uh, it's so nice to have fans back. Has yeah. been the conversation. Wrestling, though, more than any sport, relies so heavily on the crowd. It needs it. Yeah, it needs it. And like, as as someone who was has been in the Thunderdome before, <laughs> boy, um, God, nothing is more joyless than uh, a, produ- <laughs> a producer saying, okay, let's hear what you think about our universal champion. And then just going, keep that energy up. Keep that energy up, guys. And I'm, and I'm just like on my couch with the laptop, like on a stand. So I'm in the little <laughs> area that my head has to be in. And I'm like, this is not a way to enjoy wrestling. The way to enjoy wrestling is going to see it in July at PPG Paints Arena. Is that no, that's not what it's called? Is that what it's called still? Yeah, PPG okay. Paints Arena. I was like right. uh, at the Civic Arena. Let's go to the Igloo and watch some watch some wrestling, <laughs> I wish, boys. I wish. <laughs> um, so I guess let's start there. Um, I think I should tell the story of how we met <laughs> <laughs> because it is one. Um, I think that it's one for the ages. It's 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 a goodie. It's a goodie. So. I don't even remember the year at this point, but it's a Ring of Honor show, mm-hmm. and uh, Jay White, who is now king of the Bullet Club, um, Switchblade, Switchblade, S- Switch King, Switchblade, Switch. Jay White. Uh, so if Happy Pride Month, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to give, is that going to be our joke? King Switch. Oh yeah. Oh, of course. I'm Every, just of not course. allowed to use it. Or... No. Listen, in the car on the way here, I was like, "It's Pride Month. Are you ready to queer up?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Are we are we gonna queer up thoughts from the bench for the for the today for the whole month? I wish I had like the rainbow logo ready to go, (laughs) just snap it into existence. (laughs) That would be awesome. Um, so we were at a, uh, I believe it might have been the Ring of Honor New Japan show. Yes. Yeah, because um, at Stage AE, uh, I went with my friend Todd. I think I yeah, I went with Todd that time, and you were there completely separately. I was there with Greg Skelp. Uh-huh. And um Greg Skelp and I had decided together more or less to become wrestling diehards. Okay. Um 
I've been watching the WWE product pretty pretty regularly for about two years. Someone showed me the CM Punk uh, Summer of Punk documentary from Ring of Honor, and I'm like, that looks cool. I want to watch that regularly. That looks like real wrestling. Showed it to Greg Skelp. He's like, yeah, I want to be a part of that. Then we found out about streamers, and the whole thing was over. So we uh, went, and we happened to be standing by each other, the, uh-huh. the four of us. Yeah. And in that moment, um, you Some- know, we just there was a bond. Yeah, because so, something that something that I like to do, uh, especially at Ring of Honor shows, because there seems to be a very fun, fancy, free attitude from the crowd, um, is I like to try to start fun chants. Mm-hmm. And for that one specifically, um, it was Jay Lethal versus Jay White. So I decided, let's start chanting, let's go Jay, let's go Jay, let's go Jay, let's go Jay, let's go Jay. <laughs> And, and, and Jay White shot me a look uh-huh. that is burned into my mind forever. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This crowd might be smarter than I gave them credit for. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, and so we kind of connected at that show based on that. And then well, hang on. Oh, so the whole night we, the four of us were a unit. And yeah. like when one of us came up with a dumb chant, we would tell the other ones like, Hey, do, do this, do this. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And, as the Let's Go Jay chant happens, the match came to a screeching halt. Yeah. <laughs> they each took a, a a turn post and are pointing, which one, which one? And, you know, the crowd went ballistic. Still, other than Deep Dish Sucks at a KSWA show. <laughs> <laughs> that was an all-time. That was, an all, that was another Greg Skelt moment, but that was an all-time chant. Um, I sent him an ECW meme yesterday. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but other than, other than that, I mean um, – the, my favorite wrestling live moment ever, period. <laughs> so before before I can, as the show's wrapping up, before I can even turn to find your Instagram or your phone number or anything like that, you're gone. I'm Psh, gone. You're like disappear. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. I'm never going to meet this guy again. This, di- this just angel in a denim jacket <laughs> covered in wrestling pins <laughs> in and out of my life before I could even focus on what happened. I've been dead the whole time. Yeah, I'm, I'm haunting stage would, AE. Would, this would not surprise me. Um, so I every fucking wrestling show I went to, I looked for you. This, this that part like, I didn't know. I didn't know that part. This is like two years going. And oh I God. saw you, uh, I think it was an NXT house show. I saw you like across the room, like walking through the crowd. And I was like screaming, trying to get your attention. <laughs> not Still not knowing your name, nothing about you. Oh just like, God. there he is. And I'm like, I'm like shaking Greg's cup. I'm like, he's real. He's real. <laughs> <laughs> like. So, couldn't find you. Then I tried to find you after the show. Couldn't find you. And I'm like, okay. You know what? Maybe one day I'll find him. So, I'm standing at a birthday party for Carrie Owens. Good friend. uh, Maid of honor at my wedding. And suddenly, you walk through the door. And I scream in a crowded kitchen. I've been looking for you! (laughs) And And best friend since? I was was wearing uh, that. I, I remember... That I was wearing my all-over Royal Rumble print yes, shirt. Yes, you were with a uh, with a uh, suit jacket over yeah. it. I mm-hmm. believe I thought that was classy party attire for that nice house we were in. Which, if you look at Ryan's attire right now, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much the <laughs> same know. fucking thing. You know. Yeah, yeah, pretty great. <laughs> Always gotta look nice. Give him a thumbs up. Um, 
but yeah, so then we we were friends forever, and I met your partner Kaylee, <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, fucking storybook ending, happily ever after. Thought, thoughts from the bench. Wrestling league started mm-hmm. soon thereafter. Yes, it was a great run. Uh, look at the YouTube content for those of you who haven't seen it uh, that are listening along. It was cool. It was it was fantasy football for wrestling. Yeah, and it was a. Uh, it was a lot of work. A lot of work. <laughs> yeah. God, those and spreadsheets. Not, not everybody took it as seriously as Greg Malik and I did. <laughs> um, some people may have cheated their way to uh, a position poll. Wait, hey, 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 hey. No. No, I ran it right down the middle. I, no, no, no. I'm not talking about you. Okay. Good. I'm talking about Anastasia. Oh. <laughs> and I swear to God, Anastasia was paying for results. I, I swear to God. She she was calling up Meltzer like, hey, yeah. hey, who, who, who you got in the main? I need the line. I need the line. <laughs> um, But yeah, so we did that, that really cool wrestling league. Uh, Ryan is a big beer person. Kaylee and Ryan, both big coffee people. Mm -hmm. Um, Ryan is the manager of the coffee and beer at the Whole Foods in Wexford. No longer coffee. No longer coffee. No longer coffee. When I took over beer. beer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he is always getting us the the sweet uh, early stuff here at Thoughts from the Bench. All the stuff I don't want. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we'll, oh, yeah. we'll drink anything. Oh, yeah. We're I dumb. Um, and uh, when it when when the time comes again, the giant pumpkin head will resurface. Oh, that yes. Ryan got. It's me, almost but. time. J- July is probably uh, is probably pumpkin time. Usually, <laughs> say late, no more. Late July, <laughs> early August. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Um. So yeah, wrestling. 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 Um, wrestling. Kaylee. Wrestling. Wrestling. Question mark. <laughs> you 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 start dating Ryan, and he goes, "I love professional wrestling," <laughs> and you say, "So I don't know when we first started dating. I mean, it was like eight years ago, so yeah. my memory is <laughs> long so, gone. But did you like wrestling when we met? No. So so it was it was later because I like once the WWE Network came out. I, I got it, and I was like, I'm gonna go back and watch all this watch old stuff because I didn't I didn't keep up, and it wasn't it wasn't until like late 2015 that okay. I was like, oh okay, I like wrestling again. Mm. Yeah, and so and at, I mean, at that time, I was not necessarily on board. I yeah, wasn't, <laughs> wasn't watching um, like a, wasn't a rabid watching. fan. Yeah, I yeah I can't remember what. Well, I can. It was um. Jack. Swagger. Gal. Jack Gallagher. Yeah, Jack ooh, Gallagher. Boy, ooh. boy, let's just let's r- let's rattle off a lot of um, problematic wrestlers that made me love wrestling. Okay, but let's that's go. What I was watching like Marty Skrull. Yeah, <laughs> Joey Ryan. Are we done? Oh, I can keep Wait, going. Let's, oh let's, no, let's, we can keep going. Let's, let's name all the ones that we've uh, either have autographs from or have paid for cameos from, uh, <laughs> or have pictures with that we can no longer post on the internet, uh-huh. or T-shirts that we had to throw away. Uh, what do you want? I mean, some of us had socks. I <laughs> I don't know. It was it was a you know. Oh, holy cow! Uh, <laughs> um, actually, yeah, but- I'm wearing a shirt right now. My Hollywood Hogan shirt. Problematic, probably. <laughs> brother, brother. He just posted a picture of hit of a can of Natty Ice the other night. He would. Yeah. <laughs> actually, that checks out. And, and, and I think the caption was like, "It's just you and me, brother." HH or something <laughs> like that. That's pretty sad, actually. Oh God, I'm gonna look it up right now. Keep. Vamp, well, um, oh, vamp. <laughs> Josh's face. This is incredible. I am now officially an Addy Ice guy just because the Hulkster said so. <laughs> what are you going to do, brother, when the natural ice runs wild well, on you? It's uh, 
It said, Home Alone, Getting Busy, Brother, HH. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> Home Alone, brother. And he's just slamming him. <laughs> he didn't even put the case in the fridge. He's no. just sitting next to him in the lawn chair. He's got a 30 rack. He's just going to go through that God whole thing. Damn. Fucking Hulk Hogan. So when anyway. do you get into into wrestling yeah so i was trying to think i mean i started just like seeing it in passing because ryan would watch a lot i think when you first got into it you watched a lot i, I, I was it was like it, every show every week yeah, yeah. um same which you did for a long time <laughs> after yeah that, um, that was, you know, like that was three, four years ago oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that yeah that was a lot i mean that's a second job to watch yeah. all of the wrestling how that's did, available how did i do i don't that? know <laughs> uh but I, I would catch things in passing and kind of like become a little more and more enchanted by it um like like funnier stuff or like i got really into Sami Zayn. like i just right. like, fell in love with him right away yeah uh i cannot yeah, you cannot. Um, <laughs> and then the wrestling league was like truly what really got me into like watching regularly. Wow. It was like it was fun to like get together with you guys and watch right. stuff and right. watch like rivalries. And I learned a lot, too. Like that's what I, I always felt like in in wrestling league stuff. I was like trying to to learn and like. I feel like I ask annoying questions all the time. Like, historically, these two, can you explain to me, like, what their deal is? <laughs> Triple H and Shawn Michaels, friends or not? <laughs> wow! Well, 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 yeah. Brother Rush, I uh, once uh, had a tag team. Uh... Is, is that your Triple H impression? Yeah. You, know, actually... you know something, Shawn... Yeah, uh, <laughs> yours is an actual impersonation. Mine is The Rock impersonating Triple H. So mine is an impersonation of an impersonation. Yeah, it's 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 like when uh, uh there, there's a lot of celebrity impersonations that people aren't doing the actual person. They're doing like right. other people's impressions of Christopher Walken. They're not actually right, doing right, Christopher right, Walken. Right. They're doing what they saw in SNL. Right. Right. Yeah, no. <laughs> so that's really hmm. And and now wrestling, well, not as much as once was maybe, but no. wrestling couple for life. I couldn't tell you the last time I watched Monday Night Raw. Well, I think the thing that I've noticed from watching like people, like I listen to podcasts too, like Tights and Fights a lot, and I feel like all the people. On, <laughs> it's a podcast. I love. Yeah, what a Fight. great fucking name! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, but they, I think they all are like, yeah. Sometimes you just like take a break from watching it, and yes. that's I feel like where we're both kind of at. Like we just have. Sometimes yeah. you just take a break, and then yeah. I'm sure something will grab one of us, and we'll get addicted to it again. I'll, yeah, it'll it'll probably be I'm I'm still on the fence if I'm if I'm going to the show at PBG Paints in July. Mm. Oh, I won't be there. Yeah, I won't be. Yeah, there. no, no worries. Too many people. Yeah, that is a lot of people. <laughs> AEW or NXT, I'm there. Okay, but see, it is a house show. It's a house. It's a house show on a Saturday night. Hmm, that's a little different. See, they, there we go. That might that because then they'll wrestle and it, and it's and it's a super show. So I think it's Raw and SmackDown. So, but who do I even fucking like anymore? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, <laughs> on the main roster, on the main roster. Okay, let's see. Let's go through. Well, some of them just you know, let go. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I, oh, I'm so I'm excited to see Lon. Oh wait, I'm so excited to see Alistair Bl- uh, Bron- uh, Braun Strowman. Uh, <laughs> oh god. And of course, my wife Ruby Riot. <laughs> oh god, Ruby Riot. That yeah, that one was so, that's devastating. There was there were a couple that were tough. Andrade was tough, yeah. but then he just showed up in AEW, so right. everyone's like, no "We're deal. okay. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fine. Yep. Charlotte's coming once her contract's done. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> She's gonna hit sixteen time champion and then bail." Oh God, I mean, oh, but yeah. can you imagine if she? That would be crazy. I feel like if 
if WWE loses yeah. Charlotte, it's over. Yeah. I it's, feel like there's no over. way that that That's happens. the equivalent of Hogan going right. Here, to WCW. Here's a question for you. Braun Strowman, is he ever going to wrestle again? No. no. I didn't think so. No. He'll, he'll be here next week doing the doing the lifting competition. <laughs> yeah, really. He's actually he's gonna be our outdoors content creator. <laughs> I'm I'm here in the middle of North Carolina and I'm gonna do some hunting for yeah, you. Exactly. <laughs> Country strong. Yeah, I mean he's got more than enough like else to do. Oh yeah. In like yeah, there's oh, yeah. no reason for him to. Oh rest. yeah, there's some especially, brush to be cleared. Especially. <laughs> Well, I was just going to say, especially because he's, like, isn't he, like, morally against, like, wrestling on the indies? Like, he's, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He he's, shit, he's shit all over them. Yeah. I saw a tweet so. that was, like, uh, it's funny that funny that after all this, he's going to be uh, wrestling shows this summer as FKA Braun Strowman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Braun, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean, there's a Game of Thrones, uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, Thrones! Series. I love Thrones. <laughs> I love a Game of game Thrones. Stupid <laughs> yeah. impression um, now. But also, SummerSlam is going to be uh, at the new Raiders Stadium. Oh. And, and guess what? SummerSlam also on a Saturday. Are they starting to do that now? Like, I, is that I don't new? know. Because that would get me watching. Honestly, the fact that it's on a Sunday and I have to work the next day is why I rarely watch pay per view. Great point. Great point. But, I would watch on a Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like filling that new stadium is going to be uh, a tall order. Mm. That uh, what Allegiant is that Allegiant Stadium? Yeah. In Vegas. The the uh, the Death Star. God, yeah. Um, it's a monolith. <laughs> I mean, you're a Raiders fan. Yeah. So um. That is probably the death of sports stadiums as we know it. Oh yeah, it yes. is. It is part nightclub, part you know whatever. <laughs> They're literally putting a nightclub in the in the one end zone this this year. Um, it is like the Vegas. Uh, I think it's T-Mobile Arena in Vegas where the Knights play. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was like the first step, and now I mean we are in full like resort mode inside of a stadium. Well, be- well, because I think people are gonna have to be traveling to Las Vegas for these mm-hmm. things. It's like you don't have a lot of people in town for it. You'll still have people coming from Los Angeles, coming from Oakland, whatever. Right. Um, and so it's like, well, we you know, foot f- just going to a football game. That's not gonna be enough. We got to give them something else. Why and is maybe, that not enough? And maybe they can, if if there is a nightclub in it, maybe they can get a deal where they stay at a hotel right nearby, and then Saturday night they do some clubbing and some food there, and then come back the next day. I don't know. This is the first I'm hearing about it, so I'm making it all up. I, but, I, it, it works. It's Vegas, right? Yeah, so it's like Vegas, anything, baby. Anything is possible in some some way, shape, or form. Um, where did you two meet? <laughs> okay, keep it. <laughs> the internet. Oh, really? On okay, keep yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Fascinating. Yeah, I never, I never knew. Oh yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, and that's pre-dating app. That that is oh, dating yeah. website. website. Web, yeah, that is a website. You go to yeah. the mobile website on your phone. Yeah, 2013. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 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 That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, since you're queering up thoughts from the bench, <laughs> um, yep. let's just address it. Kaylee's pronoun is they, there, uh, and made that transformation or that choice when, Oh, I started telling friends about it probably in like 20, late 2017, maybe 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It was kind of like a gradual thing. I started telling mm-hmm. people I was like most comfortable with, mm-hmm. um, 
it's i mean it's one of those things you kind of know your whole life and then when you like put a name to it you're like oh duh <laughs> like that's how i feel like that's how it always like i mean i came out as bi like previously uh-huh. um and it was the same thing it was like oh duh yeah, yeah. that makes so much sense duh, 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 duh. <laughs> um but actually i just recently came out at work for the first time i like oh, wow. put my pronouns in my signature so it's been you know three years and now congrats fam- on that thank you that's a big step <laughs> yeah thanks um so now it's just family that who knows <laughs> maybe someday we'll, wow. send, we'll send them the link yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wouldn't catch my dad on Twitch, don't worry. Send, or, uh, whatever. The on, send him uh <laughs> send him the link to your OnlyFans at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Just really put <laughs> him over the moon. Yeah. And Ryan still uses the traditional uh yeah, yeah. pronouns. Yep. Just just yeah. Uh he him. He him. <laughs> him ha. Him ha. <laughs> him and ha, that's what I say him sometimes. Yeah. One of my favorite things in their house is the you know his and hers you know bullshit right that you buy it uh pottery barn they have a theirs and his towel and that yep. is like the first time i saw that i cried a little but i was like <laughs> fuck yeah that's awesome i don't know what homophobic uh corporation i paid money to to yeah. get those oh right it was not like an etsy purchase it was like uh, uh it was like it, uh, like God. eddie bauer I yeah think. yeah I th- yeah i think it was like eddie bauer and, i mean who knows eddie bauer's politics Here, here's the thing is eddie bauer male or female Hmm. It's one of those things. Eddie Bauer's definitely. A, May I a suggest man, a but... third option? Well, right. Well, yeah. Because it, it's like I have Kim Crawford wine at work. Found out Kim Crawford is a man. Yeah, Kim is also. A Victoria's Secret is a a male-driven company. Of course. Which hmm. makes sense because yeah. it's you know torture on women. Yeah, of course. <laughs> to sexualize them. Yeah. Um, and then uh, do you and I've I don't I don't know the question for either of you. Do you identify as as straight, as gay, as in between? Uh, well, I'm bi, they're bi. I don't. It's yeah. It's, I don't know. The label bi, you get a, you kind of get a hard time sometimes, like because there's also the label of pansexual, and there's right. kind of like some conversation about which one is really accurate. But I've always felt comfortable with bi being like both heterosexual and homosexual, not like men and women, because I mean that's the argument is that. If you're saying there's only two sexes and you're attracted to all of them, then that's kind of like transphobic. Yeah. Right. Is the argument for using pan. But um I I don't know, I stick with bi. I just like okay. it. Yeah. Like it's it two more. it's two letters as opposed to three in pan. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's easier, shorter. It's, yeah. it's, it's so much faster. So <laughs> much faster. I love that. I love but that. Actually, that's like how we met on OK Cupid was that I was like finally out and trying to meet women. <laughs> Um, whoops uh and like i you know i was in pittsburgh and and ryan's from a few hours away so he had like a wider like search radius so he like found me in ministry fascinating (laughs) yeah i think um the thing that i i know to be very true about your relationship and it's it's something you and i actually talked about kaylee was you said there's enough uh, room in Ryan's heart for everybody. Oh, yeah. And that, I mean, <laughs> it's probably the most truest fucking thing I know about you is that literally it doesn't, like, a uh, a salamander could become a person and you'd be like, that guy's awesome. We, <laughs> I, this is not a joke. We were watching a nature program yesterday and there was a newt and he was in love with the newt on the nature program yesterday. Newt had such long clo- legs. That's how close you are. <laughs> long legs. Long legs on that newt. Just, newt had- just but, like, oh, look at him. Yeah. <laughs> and dude had long like just bla- blaze orange. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, it was pretty pretty cute Newt. 
pretty cute newt. Cute newt. <laughs> pretty cute newt. Hashtag cute newt. You guys use that on uh on the live stream. Hashtag it's cute not newt. live stream. It's not live. <laughs> it's not a live stream. No, this is just okay. Just cut, the, just cut that whole yeah. part right. out. That whole last twenty minutes. <laughs> and there we go. There's the cut. There we go. Um, okay. I just Vince McMahon laughed into the mic. Ah, 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 ah. Pal. Pal. Such good shit. Um, all right. Cool. We addressed it. Done. Over with. Um, Address the Vince McMahon laugh. Yes. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, it needed to be. It, needed it to has to be. You should have seen how I walked in here. <laughs> You're also like losing clothes by the hour. God, yeah, it's hot in here. It, it, I, I blame the golden tea. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I think it, was, it is the golden. It was fault. so nice out in the, uh, yeah. in the gym, and yeah. I was like, it's it's really nice in out uh, in here. And you were like, just wait till we get in into the studio. And I thought that meant, oh, it's gonna be super cool in here. <laughs> nope. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. We are in a closet. That is why we wear shorts in here year round. Happy Pride Month. Yes, happy Pride <laughs> Month. Um, let's talk about music. Let's do it. Hell yeah. Because you we are like two music. of my favorite people to talk music with. Um, a incredibly diverse palette from both of you. Mm-hmm. Kaylee and I will at some point do an AGD radio, just the two of us, sad boy music to the fucking stone. 100%. And <laughs> it's going to be Menzinger's Bayside, just like smashing you right in the fields. Um, but then, Ryan, your tastes are probably some of the most, like, broad, but also, like, genuine taste out of any, like, you will listen to wrestling intro songs to be like, man, that was great guitar work. Yeah. So, so uh, we went once to... again, there's room in Ryan's heart for everyone. <laughs> so, so yes, we, we correct. We went to a record store on Friday. Uh, the three things I walked out with were uh, "Dream Police" by Cheap Trick, uh, uh, "Follow the Leader" by Corn, and the first Amir album. And I was like, yeah, these these all work. I know these all work for me. I know one of those albums through and through. Yeah, I've heard of the band of one of those albums, and then the other one I got no fucking clue. Yeah, yeah. Well, so corn they are a. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is it spelled traditionally? <laughs> well, if your tradition is a K and backwards R, ah, yeah. the Russian version, yeah. <laughs> the Russian version of corn. I yes. never thought of it like yes, that. the Russian corn. Yeah. Yes. Um, Heavy metal band Corn yeah. from Moscow. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah. what? What right now are you listening to, Kaylee? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I just got actually. So we were record shopping together at um, Preserving, which is this really awesome record store. Preserving I, Hardcore, New Kensington. Yeah. Uh, go check it out. Thanks. Records, uh, National Record Store Day soon. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it is. yes. Saturday. Next week? Saturday. Saturday. Okay, perfect. So good to know. What? Yeah. Is, one more um, time. Preserve is it called preserving hardcore or just preserving? Um, I, I think it's it's it used to be preserving hardcore. They might have shortened it to just preserving. Yeah. Okay. Um, They're on Instagram though. That's where they post their hours. So okay. If you just cool. Start, if you're cool, cool. 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 Yeah. Cool. Great. Um. So what, what did I, you walk What out I picked with? up was the new Julian Baker, which I love. Um. It's not just sad boy music. Sometimes it's sad girl music. <laughs> 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 that's the you know that's okay. the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. The dichotomy. Exactly. All right. <laughs> and then Ryan, what was the other one I got? I can't remember right now. Oh. Um. Oh, so I've been I've been trying to get um, <laughs> the Suffer and the Witness by Rise Against on vinyl. Oh, 
because it's a that's I've been getting back which, in a rise against. Hang on, which in the in the discography? I think it's the third. It's the white one with like the brown figures. Okay, like, no nope. scribbled. So that I, was my favorite of theirs. Pull it up because um, I need to. I need to look at it. Yeah. Rise against what was it? Sufferer and the witness. There it is. There. <laughs> Oh no, I do like this one. Yeah. Yes. It's okay. Pro- it's probably the one where they blew up. Ready to fall. Like, prayer of the refugee. We're getting sued for how realistic <laughs> that was. <laughs> it's over, folks. That was the end of it. But the so the problem I've been having this is a, a good gripe to air out. Um, good. Good. Let it go. <laughs> oh, I just lost my fake nose ring. Um, <laughs> Happy, Happy Pride, Pride Month. month. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What a bust that was! <laughs> we botched that. You're like, look how edgy I am. I have a nose ring. Not. Wait, do you have a fake one in too? Oh no, no, you I know it's the same one. In. You just um, put Kaylee's in. Fantastic. Yeah, right. So I've been debating getting a real one, but it's like, I mean, a fake one, aside from falling out while you're doing a podcast, looks the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, <laughs> my my gripe with uh, Suffer and the Witness is there's a really common misprint where the B side is actually not Suffer and the Witness. It's their later album Wolves. Uh, and it's like everywhere. So huh. I, I bought a copy online and it, it came and it was wrong. Um, and then I bought a copy at Preserving to see if it was like from a different batch or whatever, a different pressing. Uh, and it's still wrong. <laughs> so Bummer. I don't really own the Suffer and the Witness, but right. um, that's like a favorite. I've been getting I've been getting back into like Rise Against, a lot of stuff that I liked in high school. Um, Rise Against ahead of their time. Oh, yeah. Like very political. Political. Well, yeah. which is. You, you excuse me while I put on my nerd glasses, but technically it's retro for them to have been very political because anti-flag and you know all the real <laughs> punk bands they That's were fair. like that first. Then it went away into pop punk where it was Blink One Eighty Two. They didn't have anything to say. It was just fart <laughs> jokes. And then when Prayer of the Refuge came out, that was this politically charged super hit that everybody loved. All right, I'm done. Thank you for that. It was painful <laughs> for me on the inside. <laughs> um. But they were, they, I think they were, like, bringing political music to a much wider audience when they started to get popular, which was really cool. You saw them, like, one of the first times you found out about them was, what, in a PETA video oh, in high there, school? So there is a music video that made me a vegetarian in high school, which I have been on and off since then, um, that just shows, like, lots of scenes of animal abuse. I think it might be ready to fall. There's, yes. like, an extended video that they couldn't play on, like, TV right. and stuff you like know, that. You know, what if... What if the actual message of that is that that's what Rise Against likes? Right. Yeah. That's, did, the, that's see, the imagery they want. You're not, think, you're not thinking fourth dimensionally. With <laughs> no, that. Tim would not yeah, stand yeah, for Tim, that. Tim loves that. No, I don't want to get that slander. So <laughs> it's funny. So you found out about Rise Against through a PETA video. I don't know if it was officially affiliated with PETA. I would have to confirm that because I'm not a <laughs> – we're really going there. I'm not a fan of PETA. <laughs> so here's the deal. Turn I on. found out about PETA – through a rise against concert i went to go see rise against they were with four years strong Uh and bad religion okay sick show yeah right front to back stacked yeah and i'm like walking in and this really 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 i mean like jaw-droppingly beautiful woman approached me (laughs) i for some reason I don't know why, but when you started saying really, really, I thought you were just saying this really, really, really hot chick. No, <laughs> like think... she, hot chick was not a good description of it. It was like kind of like how I felt when you fell out of the rafters in your fucking <laughs> denim. I was like, oh, my God. Hi. You have dreadlocks and I'm 19. This is a lovely sight. Um, 
And she was like talking to me and I was just, she just handed me the thing and we were talking about music and she's like, yeah, just sign this. And I'm like, okay. So I sign it, put the email down, go to the show, come back the next day. And I'm like checking my email and I'm like, what's this fucking, and it's, you know, like pigs getting whipped and chopped in half while they're still alive and all this other shit. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) but it had rise against playing to it. And I was like, oh. I see what happened here. And and so like now I'm like fuck. <laughs> I on the other hand learned about Rise Against from I believe Tony Hawk's Underground. Yeah, I think a lot of people probably did. Yeah, cuz uh the original Underground is a bunch of covers. No, that's you that's American Wasteland. American Wasteland. American Wasteland is all of the uh new punk bands doing old punk, old songs. punk songs. Right. Astro Zombies by My Chem, a ripper. Yeah, so good. Um yeah. What song was on Underground? Um, I think it was Prayer of the Refugee. That would make sense. I'm I'm you I'm gonna look that one up. Hang on, I got you. Oh, you got it, okay. I have a computer you in have front a computer. of me. I mean we all have a computer. We all have a computer in front of us. Yeah. That's the new reality. Let's find uh, out. Tony Hawk Underground sound track. And the best part of uh getting to watch me type on the computer is you get to watch my spell. Oh, you get the full experience. Right. Rise against oh like oh like the angel uh-huh. oh, oh yeah with that cool bass actually let's let's talk about this soundtrack because this is yeah like I was gonna say this is rich rich soil so, okay so fun so fun story um, rich soil <laughs> <laughs> Tony Hawk soundtrack rich soil um but not wrong uh this this uh I'm pointing at it right here Mike V and the Rats uh so that is that's uh Mike Vallely Mike V uh that's his band the pro skater. Uh, oh. Yeah, and so, long story short, um, I once, I once met uh a bunch of pro skaters. They randomly showed up at a skate park in uh in Albuquerque. It was like Tony Hawk, Rodney Mullen. Not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, no big deal. But, <laughs> but uh, Mike V was there, and I was like sitting on a bench talking to him, and uh, he was like, "Oh, I really like that song on the Tony Hawk Underground soundtrack." And he's like. Oh, do you want a copy of the CD? And he went on the bus, grabbed a copy of the CD for me, signed it, and gave it to me. And That's I was, awesome. And here's the thing. I really didn't like the song. Oh. But I didn't know what to say to him other than, oh, man, I really liked when he beat up four guys in the CKY video <laughs> to a DMX song. Well, the, okay. And so he gave me the CD, and I'm like, thanks. And I have never listened to it. And that was like 2004. Do you still have it? Oh, yeah. All right, I think we need to play it. Okay. At some point. Yeah. I need to hear it. Okay. I want to hear yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but the rest of that soundtrack. Refused. Yeah, that no uh, effects, new noise. That's a good one. Hot water music. Dropkick Murphy. This is honestly Stop one religion. of the weaker soundtracks, I think. Excuse me. I will. I, oh wait, hold on. Go down. Transplants. Oh, oh, oh wait a second. There's more. Go down. That's just the punk part. Oh yeah, because there's like a Mastodon song zero, on it. Zero clutch. Yeah. I saw Clutch. It was one of the, it was the most boring show I've ever been to. Three kiss songs. Three, I was literally saying three well, kiss be, songs. Be, be, because one of the levels in that, the secret level, is like a kiss concert. Oh, uh, okay, that so that makes sense. Yeah. And wait, wait, hang on. What kiss song? God of Thunder, Lick It Up, Rock and Roll. And, yeah, it's kind of. Boring. And I think all of those are live versions, uh, not like from their big live album, but from a later live okay. album. Let's look at the yeah. We got Deltron Thirty Thirty on here. Positive Contact. That's a really good song. Um, Jurassic Five, like it's Nas. it it is good, but there are better Tony Hawk 
Pro Skater soundtrack. Okay, well, what one? Um, I would. I mean, I'm really partial to three. I think three is really good. Um, that one has uh has Ramones. It has CKY. Uh, it has Delta Funky Homo Sapien. It has Alien Ant Farm. Um, look at that. You got Exhibit. You got House of Pain. Fight Like a Brave from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Underrated song. You have The Boy Who Destroyed the World from the, um, that's from the only AFI I like. Um, <laughs> All Hallows Eve. That Guttermouth song, super fun. Yeah. Oh, Saves the Day. Yeah. Saves the Day's on there. Wow. Yeah. There's also apparently a band called Scissor Fight, and it's all spelled together like I Fought a Bear once. So yeah. that's funny. <laughs> That's actually when the band Scissor Sisters weren't doing too well together. Is that what that <laughs> was? It was. It, that yeah, was they would get in was. a scissor fight. Fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Um, Happy Pride Month. <laughs> Happy Pride Month from the Scissor Sisters. I think I'm. it's a little late now, so maybe I have to put it in a promo, but like every time they say Happy Pride Month, take a drink of your coffee or alcohol, <laughs> whatever's in front of you. Um, Sip a beer for the queer man. <laughs> Me. That, that's <laughs> hilarious. That, that that that's if Stone Cold was a progressive podcast. Wrestling wise, he is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You know, he does have some progressive things oh, yeah. to it. Leave Stone Cold alone. <laughs> um I've been listening to recently. Yeah. Thank um, you. <laughs> so I just I just started I'm on like, my fourth straight hour of talking into a microphone. You'll well, have to forgive me. I just started listening to music recreationally again. because uh, for I I recently oh, yeah. I just did uh I just did a gig with my friend's band Action Camp, um, and we played a wedding. Oh. Um I played bass for them and it was really weird because like for two straight months I was listening to all the songs that were gonna be played at this wedding. None of it was music that you would expect at a wedding. It was uh Two Bjork songs, two Radiohead songs. Oh, so they had taste. Yeah. <laughs> um, like there was uh, what Postal Service was on there. Wow. Um, so the, two millennials got married. The, re- the replacements. Um, there's there was a uh, the Cure, the Cure, the Cars. Uh, it was like 19 songs, and so I was just listening to those like 24 seven. Um, and then I started listening to this band called Idols. Have you ever heard the band Idols? No. Idols, they're a band from the UK, and I don't even know how to describe them. It's just like, it's very aggressive, but in an approachable way, I think. Mm. Um, and it, it's aggressive, like... Define the genre real quick. Well, I mean, it, like, it's, it's aggressive both, like, I think musically and lyrically, mm-hmm. um, but like in a positive way. I don't really know how to describe it. Are we talking it. punk? Are we talking metal? It's, it's, it's more... We... I think you would you would probably call it post punk. Okay, cool. Um, would be the best way to describe it. Um, they have, so, they, they have they have one they have one song called uh, like their most popular song is uh, "Never Fight a Man with a Perm." Is what that song is called. Title. Um, the song in the before that on the album, it's like, um, I think it's like, I'm like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm putting homophobes in coffins. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, fun stuff. A plus. And and then I think the next line name drops Ted DiBiase as well. Um, and they're and they're a British band, very good. Their new okay. album Ultramano is very good. Um, awesome. Check it out. They're coming to the states 
in October. Very cool. Yeah. Kaylee, do we finish what you were listening to right now? Oh, I mean, it's it's ever. <laughs> it's a ever lot of changing. stuff. I also have a like weird broad taste because I like. So Brian was in bands yeah. like as a teenager. So he like name a a punk band and he's like, oh yeah, I played a show with show with them once or like uh, five star service. Yeah. <laughs> no, who? Seriously, five star service. I don't uh, know. Is that Dave Malter's band? Immediately proved me wrong. No, five-star <laughs> five service uh, is a local band that. Oh, the, postal service. No, five-star <laughs> service um, was a was a local band. Four-star pizza. Right, uh, but the guy who was the one who trained me at Hot Topic it was his band. Oh, neat. That's so, oh. shout out Jesse Ball. Well, you can see why he worked at Hot Topic. Oh, just <laughs> right. Um, uh, but I like I didn't really so I grew up in like a pretty rural area in Maine and I feel like culture just like didn't catch up to me didn't hit you. in the same way so I have a, an eclectic taste for that reason not not because I was exposed to everything but because I was exposed to like Goo Goo Dolls which we I'm sure you and I could talk about at length I mean <laughs> we listened to Matchbox 20 on the way here <laughs> this one um, is for the Goo Goo Dolls like so like when I was in high school my taste was like Goo Goo Dolls jewel big and rich like it just made no sense because those are just the cds and that you're I'm... gay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stunning. didn't see that coming but i've actually been like getting back into not all of that stuff but a lot of that stuff um a lot of google dolls i just got a box set of theirs of their earlier stuff which is really cool that's really neat um yeah i'm trying to think if there's anything else i'm wearing a dirty nail shirt because i've been listening to a lot of them lately the They're dirty canadian like punk there, um show that awesome just like fun and not as aggressive as idols but just like they hit you over the head with fun you know i <laughs> so like pop it, yeah yeah, yeah i'd say a lot like family, okay yeah. or like uh fiddler too um yes. is in like the same yeah okay well um fucking sign me up you, i'm there all day you, you know you know how i found out about this band i saw Sami Zayn post about yeah. them and i was like uh, i was like oh if it's a band Sami Zayn likes i'm gonna listen to it and yeah. then i listened i'm like oh this band's really good yeah yeah that was either gonna be letter kenny or wrestling and i yeah. wasn't sure where <laughs> we were going but i was there for either yeah um I've, I've been asking a lot of people a couple of questions about music people that i really trust in music okay. one of them is what is the most important instrument to you or in, in vocalist counts or lyricist mm -hmm. count but um because they are different sometimes mm -hmm. but uh what is what is the most important piece of a band to you that has to be really fucking good for you to to really like that band and i'm not talking about like passively listening to it yeah. but like become obsessive with it to an extent i love this question by the way that's it's, i think it's I, a fun one i think that i think it's i think that's really hard for me um i think i think it depends on the genre Okay. I think that has a lot to pick, do with it. Pick pick your favorite genre then and go with God, that. That's so hard. Um <laughs> I think something like I listen to a lot of like just eighties pop music. Yes, you do. Um and I think something that will completely take me out of it if I'm listening to it is bad synthesizer tones. I think that will take I was gonna make a joke and then he said it for real. It's, so I, like I, I I'm, that's pretty awesome. I think I think that'll take me out of it because like that was a time when like, you know, of course synthesizers, they that was when they really blew up. And um there were a lot of really good ones. Mm -hmm. Um, but most of those were very expensive. A lot of the stuff that like like some of the stuff that like Tears for Fears use, like back in nineteen eighty four it it would cost you know, ten, fifteen thousand dollars for it, which adjusted for inflation, it's 
you know, that's 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 no pocket change. And so right. like especially th- for a band so Tears for Fears when he says that is is not a joke. That is one oh, of yeah. if not your favorite band. Favorite band. Yeah. And um for a band that quite honestly did not have a mega hit. Oh, I oh I they definitely had mega hits. I think come on. Uh Shout. Okay. Shout's a mega hit. Okay. And everybody wants to rule the world. Yeah. Okay. You can always hear that. But off of two songs. Uh, I mean, that uh, that album Songs from the Big Chair sold millions of copies okay. like, because that also had Head Over Heels on it, which is a really popular one and came back in popularity with Breakfast uh, Club. Oh, Donnie Darko. Well, Donnie Darko, Donnie Darko and, and the the uh screen from your stereo part uh from Newfound Glory. Oh, yep, I they forgot about that. And then, and then also I got us. <laughs> I got us. <laughs> um and then also in Donnie Darko, uh the like the main song Mad World, yeah, the that's Gary a, that, Jules cover. That's originally a Tears for Fears song. That's from the first album. Okay. Yeah. So so you think to some extent they had the cash to pay for these oh, super No, no doubt. Okay, all right. Cool, no cool, doubt. cool. Um but then you'll listen to some bands who maybe have only had one minor hit and some of the tones will be like, "Oh, this is a preset on a Casio." Where there uh, is a, there is a lot of charm or novelty to it. Um but it's like that'll I'll just be like, "Oh, it sounds so bad." Sure. Like and and this is this is a great example, I think. Um the movie The Princess Bride. Yes. That it is a great movie. The greatest story ever told, some say. But the soundtrack from that sounded like it was recorded on a Casio preset. Oh. Like it it like And I I can attest that this genuinely impacted his enjoyment of the movie because he watched it for the first time as an adult and like I don't think you really liked that movie. No, no because I, of that. That that was the <laughs> that was my only complaint about that movie is yeah. is like if it would have had some sort of like symphonic score or even better synth to it but like you can tell it was all just kind of janky and i and it took me out of it so we always said on thoughts from the movies that a good soundtrack makes a great movie an amazing movie Mm -hmm. and a bad soundtrack takes a good movie makes it an okay movie yeah i honest to god cannot picture the like i can't make the songs happen in my head from princess bride Yeah, yeah exactly like I don't know what yeah. they are. It's pretty nothing. You on know? on on the flip side of of like soundtracks, you go to Back to the Future, and the soundtrack in that movie, the score, it like the like the Alan Silvestri score in that movie just like elevates it so much. Where okay. if it would have had you know anyone else, it probably wouldn't have been as good. But that that elevates it. It definitely. Uh, I was gonna say Danny Elfman would have been dropping mega hits at the time, but that dramatically changes the tone. Oh of yeah, Back yeah. I think future. I think that that was that was pre Danny Elfman really getting Danny Elfman because I think he was still an Oingo Boingo at the time, not really doing movie scores. Mm, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, Kaylee. So I'm I'm a poet, so it, it's just lyric. Like all I care about is lyrics. I was just saying to a friend the other day that like. All I need is like someone screaming over one shitty guitar and it's good enough as long as it's like what they're screaming is good. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like I I mean I love I love good music. Like one of the things Ryan and I both have in common is the national because instrumentally they're incredible. They do really fascinating stuff, but also lyrically there's just so much depth and like the imagery and stuff it really captures me. Um and I've like sort of learned to appreciate the musical side being with Ryan, but like if the lyrics are bad, I can't I can't do it, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think I would have agreed with you until I started hanging out with a band. Yeah. So uh, vocals was my weapon of choice. My mom was a trained opera singer. Like, no, I, I mean, so like, 
the the vocalist, the front person being raised on hair rock and classic rock, like is very important in that genre. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't until I started hanging out with a band and became best friends with the drummer of the band that I really started to pick up, like, because we would have conversations about music, and he would point things out to me, and I was like, oh, shit, he's right. And it started to process in my brain that all of my favorite bands have great drummers. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. So, Do you like The National? I don't listen to The National. I think you should listen like to The National. You would, because the drums in The National are my fav- like second favorite. Okay. Like, is it Scott or Brian? I should, it's one I should of the know de- the, the, the <laughs> National is made up of two, two sets, sets of, of brothers. brothers and the singer. And so I can never remember. The two guitar players are twins, mm-hmm. and I can't remember which one's which. One of them helped write both of the new Taylor Swift albums. Yeah. Hey. Um, well. Which are, and they're... They're very good. Yeah. Um, and then the other two, I can never keep straight which one's which. But like, I started to really like the drums in the National, and I was like, he plays the drum. This sounds so stupid, but he it's plays true, the though. drums like an instrument, not like a metronome. Right. Like, right. He's doing really interesting things that like actually shape the music instead right. of just like underlaying it. You know. Right. And that's uh, that's how I became obsessed with John Bonham, and we used to have mm. ba- matching John Bonham T-shirts and oh. like understanding oh. that John Bonham. John Bonham was the last person to track on Led Zeppelin songs. Yeah. Not the first, which yeah. normally the drum goes first. He was the last because he was the accent instrument. Mm-hmm. And it was really John Paul Jones who was just trying to keep the rhythm. Yeah. Right. Which is really, I just thought this was uh, an amazing like little piece. And I, that's why Led Zeppelin is Led Zeppelin. Yeah. To a large extent. But, um, okay. So that was, that was the one question. The second question uh, just poofed out of my brain. Did you guys see it? it left the room. It no. was like, uh, <laughs> no, bye. It's gone. Um, You've been asking a lot of people this. So why don't happy you ask Pride me? Month. Happy uh, Pride <laughs> Month. <laughs> no thoughts. Happy Pride Month. Right? <laughs> Smooth brains only. <laughs> ah, okay. What is the band that you have gone back? So this, this has to be a band that you listen to before you could feel complex emotions. So I would say up to the age about 13, maybe mm-hmm. some of us were younger than that. Mm-hmm. But like you're 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 kind of processing happy sad, but you can't process like depression yet. Mm-hmm. Okay? What is the band that you listen to then that you listen to now and it has a whole new light but you still love the music? This mm-hmm. is also an excellent question. I I can go can, first yeah, to give you yeah. an, an example. So Linkin Park hear. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah! Hybrid theory to me oh, was God, about yeah. failing spelling tests. Yeah. <laughs> and now, as an adult, you're like, "Oh, Chester <laughs> oh, was going through some shit. He was gonna kill himself the whole time. Uh-huh. That was not an accident. Yeah, that was just a fame prolonged the suicide. Essentially, no, is I, what uh, ended up happening. Yeah. I don't have an answer, but I have had those feelings listening to Lincoln Park in the past few years, and I, Hybrid Theory is one of my favorite albums growing up. And yeah, I, I was like, I was gonna joke say Limp Biscuit. Well, I but... was I was about to say not to answer for you, but a lot of new metal is like that. You've been kind of getting into like oh yeah, I've been listening to so again. much new metal recently. And like I had no idea, like I didn't really listen to new metal, but like through Ryan listening to it, it's been like oh my god, this is like way more emotionally deep than I thought. You know, it's right? Been... I mean, I feel like I sound kind of like a jerk assuming that it wasn't. Well, but... no, a lot of it is just a lot, a lot of it is just like bonehead music. It's just yeah, yeah. Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit is bonehead music. Rollin is not deep. But but but, but, but listening <laughs> but to Corn, yeah. like listening to Corn again, and like hearing like, oh, Jonathan Davis actually had 
a very rough childhood and went mm-hmm. through a lot of shit and was processing all of that. Yeah. Um, even even Slipknot. Oh yeah. I mean, there's a reason why Slipknot was the biggest band in the world at that time, and it wasn't because of the look. It wasn't because of the, how good the music was. It was its connection with the fans. Yeah, Corey Taylor Still can to this connect. day. Yeah. I mean, and I and I think people people might not have realized that at the time, and then I think they might have realized it a little more with Stone Sour, who right. I was never really a fan of, but I appreciate. Right, 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 right. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, so like Linkin yeah. Park's one of them. Um, yeah. There's 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 times where I hear a Matchbox 20 song on a bad day and I'm like, "Oh, RT has me at the core again here." Yep. Yeah. Push was not about your high school girlfriend. We heard that on the way here. Yeah, that was literally on the radio Push? on the way yes. here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was when I turned on the car and that was the first song on. It's like, "Oh yeah, we're going to see I was like, "This yeah. is yeah, <laughs> I summoned it actually." Fun, yeah. <laughs> fun, fun fun story. The um the last thing oh, man. that we did mm-hmm. before everything closed down was uh, Josh and Lance came over and we like drank and played board games and listened to Matchbox 20 records, Matchbox 20 Goo Goo Dolls records. Screaming 3 a.m. at 3 a.m. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, then, and then that was the last time we saw friends for <laughs> God, a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man. You were both the last person in our house and then the first, then per- the first. The first person back in when you had to use the bathroom. I'm forceful like that. Yeah, I work my way in. <laughs> I, I will search for you at a wrestling show say, for three years. We did you just thought learn. a pandemic was going to get in between us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. What, what do you, what's your. Oh yeah. Yeah. Thanks for throwing it to me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, I think the Google dolls, like I mentioned, like I, I didn't buy a lot of full albums because when I was getting into music as a thing, it was when like on iTunes, you could buy a couple songs versus spending $10 for a whole album. So I had a lot of like, you know, three songs from this album. Um, and then the Goo Goo Dolls was one of the first ones that I bought a full album because I was like, I need all of this. <laughs> it was Dizzy Up the Girl was the one. Duh. Um, and that's a, a big like I had no idea sort of like how troubled um, Johnny's life had been, and I, I didn't even like I didn't even know. I didn't know. I didn't fill us in. Tell the audience. Oh, I'm by no means an expert. It would but, probably be more helpful to pull up the Wikipedia. But that's I, right. just, I just fill know, it in. I know he's had a lot of struggles with like drugs and um, the just, lead like, singer of Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah, his hair. And his like, hair. He's always struggled. His, with his hair, hair and being ugly seem to be more like his problems than drugs. He's a I very think. distinctive looking man. Yeah, that's a, that is such a nice way to put it. Yeah, I mean, like you're watching the video of yeah. Slide, and they didn't have to fucking you know do any prosthetic makeup on him to, to make, make it him, look odd. Yeah, to make it believable. God, the yeah. plot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Robbie just should have been the front man. Looking, oh, look, yeah. looking back, Ro- Robbie. Robbie's a hidden gem. I love mm. Robbie. Robbie's songs are not my favorite Goo Goo Dolls songs, but they are my favorite. You know what I mean? Like his voice, he's the one with like the more like rough voice. I believe the bassist. Stay with you is a Robbie song. No, I don't no. think so. No, he he really stopped. Like once Dizzy Up the Girl came came around, he like I think kind of went near the background. Uh, they so- got a lot of success when Johnny started singing like more and more. Like he really like put them over the top. I so think. the Blink-182 transition. Yeah, exactly. Mm, kind of, yeah. Bummer. But he still, the thing is he still sings a couple songs on every album. Like, and cool. I love that. It makes me feel like at least they kind of have their shit together like emotionally as a band that he's not just like being shoved. You know? Right, 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 um, right, right. But I, like he had a lot of, pro- Johnny had a lot of problems with, with drugs, which I didn't know hmm. until I was like an adult and getting back into them again. Hmm. Um, and of course, you know, if you listen to their early stuff, it's like 
they were just trying to be the replacements. It's like really aggressive, um, <laughs> like flat punk that okay. the, the first I still album, love. The I love first both. album was on Metal Blade Records, which yeah. is like uh, huh. a big metal re- label, and it's really weird. I think maybe they were based out of Buffalo. I can't remember, but yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Being based out of Buffalo makes Buffalo. a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like the song name. Which plays in grocery stores, which blows my mind. Uh-huh. Okay. Every single time I hear that song, I pretty much, pretty much every time I cry, because it's just like a, it's a song about like knowing people and being known and like people from your past and how you still like kind of linger on to like who you were and you want to know who they were. Like it's just this like really sad song about like knowing and being known. It's a very poetic, like if you look at the lyrics, it's very um, intense. Um, which, like, you know, as a kid, I have no idea about being known. <laughs> like, what, <laughs> what does that even mean? Um, or, like, loving people, you know? As someone who just moved to the suburbs and is having an identity crisis. <laughs> uh, Get back into the I don't else. think I'm going to listen to that song. <laughs> don't need to cry. I'm good. Good over here. Thanks. Uh, wow. The streets don't need to cry. Happy Pride Month. <laughs> Sorry, that was aggressively loud. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, All right. I think so. We've been going an hour. Oh wow! Is that including the, uh, including the? Uh, oh, start, the it fall, might the be fall, the including false start. the false start. <laughs> I think you're right. Hang on, let me check the this thing. Yeah, it's still about an hour. Yeah. Um, yeah. is there any last pieces of imparting wisdom that you would like to drop on the Great Depression audience? A Great Depression Just audience. Do better. No, I don't know. <laughs> do fucking Just better. Just do better. Just do better. Everyone. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's a great question. I don't know. Yeah, I don't Happy know. Pride Month. Happy yeah. Pride Month. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, my coworker Tanner Rose once said, um, "Instead of spending five dollars on a rainbow T-shirt, give your five dollars to me, a real gay man." <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, Venmo Kaylee yeah. yeah. five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, and enjoy yeah. uh, National Record Store Day. National which Record is a big Store deal. Day. For us, uh, I got I got bands. You should, should, you should everyone should follow my bands. Yeah, what drop them? Uh, so I got uh, one uh, d- on Instagram is at bouquets pgh. Uh, that is a like kind of dream poppy sad band. Uh, we're working on our first EP still, and uh, I just joined another band called Saint Dude. Uh, find us. I can't remember what the at is, uh, but that is just like some, just some heavy just like fun i don't i don't know how to describe it just check it out saint dude since we're talking about music do you want to drop your personal instagram handle and how you're a tastemaker in my fashion world <laughs> you want, you want, to talk, <laughs> want, okay. want to talk about your band my, uh, my private band. instagram drop your band my private instagram where i post pictures of myself in round yellow sunglasses I, <laughs> primarily follow <laughs> follow kaylee at the front bottoms <laughs> on, on instagram uh when it when you posted when you posted the sunglasses yesterday or two days ago, I think yeah, two days okay. ago. Okay, uh, when you posted when you posted the the yellow sunglasses, which oh, Ryan's gonna throw on here, um, I was like, I oh, have a, I have a purple pair. We're fucking going Oasis this summer, Kaylee. <laughs> Is that- I'm in. <laughs> hey, we're, hey, it's Champagne Supernova summer, baby. Yeah, but I'm gonna go Damon Auburn. I'm gonna fade you a little bit and go towards the blur side of the the rivalry. Well, you know what? That's I have fine. You with two me. can. To, you know what I have to say to that? The now what? Woohoo! Exactly. I don't know any other Blur <laughs> Feeling heavy metal. Yeah. Oh, you don't know Blur. I mean, I know Gorillas, so I know I know yeah. Blur. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. I wait, want, wait. I want, I want. Before we leave, I once saw Weezer cover song too. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. 
Uh, I'll cover anything though. True. Yeah. Uh, before before uh, we leave, I'll play some for you because I think knowing your tastes, this is right up the alley because it blends '80s pop with like British punk. Okay. It is like it's really good Let's shit. Let's do it then. It's really good shit. Let's do but, it then. Um. All right. It's been a great depression. Thank you, Ryan and Kaylee, for coming in. Uh, we'll be back next week with some more fucking sad shit. Happy Pride Month! Happy Pride Month! Remember, we are now in your brains. Time.